Welcome to Bandit's Keep. I'm Daniel. It's OSR October Day 20. And today I'm going to look at a rules system. Now, this is not directly compatible with TSR D&D, I would say, but I think it's easy enough to use if you wanted to try to pull some of those modules and run it with this system. So, hmm, maybe it does fall into OSR in some level. I have a printed copy, which I think I got from Lulu. Uh, I'll check to see if I can find a Lulu link, or you could just go to Lulu and take a peek. But this is called Barbarians and Basilisks. I will put a link to the DriveThruRPG PDF for two bucks, because I can see it right here. I'm looking at DriveThru. And this is a fun little game. It's 23 pages. It is digest size, I guess you say. It's got a shiny blue cover with a barbarian who's stabbing a sword through a snake creature, which is clearly a basilisk. On the back, we have another kind of uh, barbarian type guy. He's got a helmet on with horns, so you know he's a, a bad mamma jamma. So, all right, so this is a really super rules light game. Basically, what you got going on here is John M. Stater developed this in, looks like, 2017. It is a game where, you know what, I'm just going to let John speak for himself. I'm going to read the intro here. Nothing beats a good barbarian, especially a B-movie barbarian. You know who I'm talking about. Those bare-chested outlaws that once graced movie screens and pulp novels. Barbarians and Basilisks is a role-playing game designed to emulate the barbarian movies of the 1970s and 80s with a dash of fantasy animation, some pulp fiction from the set 30s, and old-school gaming thrown in for good measure. In this game, players take the role of larger-than-life fantasy characters that battle wizards, plunder tombs, and trample cinematic worlds under their sandaled feet. The game is designed to be quick and easy to learn and play. It's played with pencil, paper, and two dice numbered 1 through 6. Imagination and a lust for adventure is a must. Okay, so to make your hero, you've got... Several characteristics, you've got strength, agility, stamina, intellect, perception, and charm. Each of these, you roll 1d6 to get your stat, which is kind of interesting. It's a little swingy, obviously. Um, and from here, you can then pick a character class. Now, the character classes do have restrictions, so you have to have uh, minimum scores to be certain characters, like a barbarian, for instance. So you can play a barbarian. You could play a sorcerer, which we'll talk about in a second, a thief. A warrior, and that's it. Okay, so those are that. So basically, you've got your barbarian, which is the the OP class. You've got to have a roll of a five in your uh, uh, strength, I think, in order to qualify. So you got to roll a five or better on a six sider for your strength, and then you can be barbarian. They have the best chance to hit during the attack uh, phases. They have the most hit points, and they are the hardest to hit. I'll talk about the combat system in a second. They also get a few skills, which uh, include track, climb, stalk, and imitate. Imitate. Intimidate. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, barbarians do not generally wear armor, which I'll talk about in a second. If they do, they get a penalty on their intimidate roll. You've also got the sorcerer. And sorcerers have low hit points, relatively speaking, but they can cast spells. And the way spells work here is you effectively have different types of spell, a passive spell that doesn't affect anybody, like a divination spell. You've got an active spell that affects uh, the world around you, but doesn't cause damage necessarily. And then you've got attack spells, which cause damage. Depending on your intelligence score and the type of spell you're trying to cast, you have a target number. And I guess I'm going to take a second now to talk about the target numbers here, which I have not done yet. There's This is a pretty simple game. It uses 2d6 for pretty much everything. 
So if you are rolling, let's say you're trying, let's say you have a four intelligence and you're trying to do a attack spell, it says nine plus here. So you'd have to roll a nine on 2d6 in order to have the spell go off. Simple as that, right? Everybody has different stuff they can do. You've got your barbarian has the skills I mentioned that are also 2d6 skills. The magician there has, or sorcerer has spells. The thief has their own sets of skills, lock, trap, pocket, and sneak. And then you got the lowly warrior. The warrior is basically the person that probably couldn't qualify for something else. <laughs> Although you do have to have a three or higher in strength um, and agility. So <laughs> you got to be able to, and the warrior is kind of like your general fighter. They're good. They're not as good as a barbarian. So when you start off making your character, you can choose three pieces of gear and your gear. Some of it can have special properties. Like let's say you take an ax. If you roll double sixes in combat, you uh, decapitate your opponent. Also, you can chop down doors on a seven plus. You can also take things like a helmet that uh, negates one hit. You could take leather armor that negates a hit on a roll of 11 plus. Now, the helmet, of course, is destroyed when it negates that one hit. Shields are the same. There's all different weapons here and such. There is money. There's additional armor like chain mail or plate mail. They have basically a better chance. So if somebody hits you and you're wearing chainmail armor, you roll 2d6. If you get a 9 or better, it negates the blow. Simple as that. And again, it's not destroyed because it's armor. There is a, a whole list of equipment you can have, of course. And then this part, I think, is kind of interesting. Skills. Each hero can choose one skill, provided their required ability score is 4 or higher. So each of these skills require, has an ability score written next to it. So, for instance, alchemy is intelligence. Archer is agility. Axeman is strength. Beast friendly is charm. Let's see. Is there anything? Oh, and savagery is per, which I guess is perception. So what we've got here is everybody gets one little special trait that they can use. And my favorite, of course, is beast friend. Hey, hey, beast master. You've got to have a charm of four or better. But if you have that, you can speak to animals and control them with a roll of seven plus. So you can make yourself the beast master right there. Dar, was that his name, right? So there's also just a generic uh, task resolution uh, system here. And then you've got combat. Now, combat is pretty neat because your class makes all the difference in the world. Because barbarians always go first in combat. Unskilled warriors always go last. Thieves are number four on the list, etc., etc. So you're always going to go in that order. If you bring somebody to zero hit points... They are either unconscious or dead. It's up to the attacker. And let's see. What we do here is we've got five, yeah, five, five categories, we'll say, of combatants. And they are listed A through E. You have helpless creatures, unskilled warriors, skilled warriors and beasts, expert warriors and monsters, demons, dragons, and barbarians. And then what you do is you look and you say, okay, well, I'm a skilled warrior, right? Because I have the warrior class. So that makes me attacker or defender. I would be rated as a C. And let's say I'm fighting an unskilled warrior. Some, I get into a fight with some people in a tavern or some townsfolk come at me. They are unskilled warriors. They are B. So I'm an attacker C. I look at the chart C versus B. I need to roll a seven plus to hit them. If I hit, I do one die of damage. Simple as that. That's how it works. And of course, I will go before them because as noted, Skilled warriors go before unskilled. So again, really, really simple. As you survive adventures, you go up. Let's see. 
At the end of a successful adventure, count up the creatures you defeated in combat, plus treasure and gold pieces divided by 100 you are willing to spend to improve your hero. If you can roll under this number on two dice, you gain a random improvement for your character. And then we have a list. So there's no levels really, right? If you do what that, let's say you have, you add up all that stuff and you've got five. You roll 2d6 and you get a four, you get an improvement. You roll 2d6 on this level, on this chart rather, and it could be anything from plus one bonus to an ability score up to a maximum of five because you can never make your ability six. Uh, plus one to health points or dice health points. Gain a free companion or skilled warrior beast, plus one bonus to uh, damage with one weapon. Learn one new skill, that would be very useful. And from there, you've got some stuff about uh, becoming lords, ladies, and kings, kings and queens. And we've got a whole bunch of bad guys you can fight. You've got Amazons, apes, archers, basilisks, cave dwellers, centaurs, demons, demon dogs. Rubble like that one. Giants, giant snakes, ice queen, Juggernaut, Light Lord, Men at Arms. Hold on, isn't that from He-Man? Minotaur. Oak. I'm not reading all of them, obviously. Rock. Snake Man. Ooh, Snake Men are always good. So any game with Snake Men in it is a game that I like. So you have all of this here, full bestiary, or bestiary, or bastry, depending on how people like to say it. Bastry. Um, and then you've got a, an adventure. Death Stalker, or Death Slayer. <laughs> Death Stalker was a movie. Uh, Death Slayer. You've got this little adventure here that's got like a little dungeon, a little castle set up, and you have some pre-made characters in the back. So 23 pages, two bucks. This is a really, really fun little game. At one point I was picking up all these little tiny games and just running them a few times. I ran this a few times for my group. My friend Tony ran it. It's a great little romp. You, you, it's great to, you can, I'm sure you can be serious with it if you want, but you can be very campy and very fun and try to play out those old barbarian movies where, you know, you run around with your loincloth and a big old sword and shield and kick some butt. So if you're interested in this game, I will put a link. As I said, Barbarians and Basilisk. It's created by John M. Stater. He has a bunch of other games here. He has Black Death, Swords and Sandals. And I think, which I did not know about, apparently he's got a, a retro clone called Blood and Treasure. So if you want to check that out, that's also on DriveThruRPG. I'll just put a link to the one this one, right? And then you can find it from there. If you've ever played this game, if you've played games like this, if you are interested in this, if you have something else to say, go ahead and give me a call. You can find a link in the show notes to the Anchor webpage to leave messages. Also in the show notes, you can find a link to my Discord server as well as my Patreon. If you want to support the channel that way, that would be amazing. Otherwise, I will talk to you soon.